0: You are listening to Episode 49 of the Playing Full Out Podcast with Rita Hyland. Hello, I'm Rita Highland, and you're about to discover what it means to position your business, career, and life to play full out. This show explores the way leaders just like you embrace and achieve their ambition without working harder or grinding it out any longer. So if you want to take your life, business, or career to a playing full out status and do so while being the happiest high performer in the room, then hang with me because this show shares everything you need to know using the best of neuroscience, transformational psychology, and a bit of spiritual wisdom to help you change fast, even when it's uncomfortable or scary, or you failed to do so in the past. All this so that you can enjoy more freedom and prosperity in your business and life. I'm happy you're here. Hey there, friends. If I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. I love this time of year. And I think a big reason I like this time so much is because it's one of the few times of the year when masses of people take it upon themselves to take a break, to reset, to recalibrate and imagine things that have never been. Why is this so exciting to me? Why is their crafting a new vision so exciting? And I think it's because years ago when I was unsatisfied in just about every category of my work and life, from my health to my love life to my career, financial picture, you name it, things were not going as I desired. I was asked, however, to imagine things that had never been. Things like moving into a career I loved. Making the kinds of money that provided me with the flexibility to be available in my workplace, as well as to make a big impact and to do the things that I love to do. I wanted a husband that was amazing, who supported me in my work. In short, I was asked to create this irresistible, aspirational vision of things that had never been. And my dirty little secret is that I was so annoyed. I was just annoyed. And vision to me sounded so cliche, so corporate. Don't tell me to dream of things that have never been so that I am disappointed when I hit the end of next year. But I had paid money to listen to this person, and I grudgingly did it. Fast forward six weeks, I'd met my husband. Not that I knew he was my husband, but I was Also, crystal clear of the work I was going to do. And I was energized and I was happy. I was cleaning up financial spaces and already prepared to see how I was going to create much more abundance in my world. I was happy because, remember, happiness is not the existence of all the things that you want. It's the belief that those things are possible. And I was starting to see the signs. Fast forward another 15, 20 years, and honestly, I love my life. I woke up this morning, and I know that I'm living my personal dream. And this is what I've learned. It all begins with a vision. All progress begins with a vision. We cannot create what we haven't first seen. The brain does not do that. So even if you're like me, and there is resistance to getting your vision down, Don't worry, I've got you covered. I'm going to show you exactly how you can create your aspirational growth vision, that one that inspires you and doesn't disappoint you in a way very different than the way you constructed it in 2020. And by the end of this episode, you'll have the exact four steps to get your vision down on paper and know how to use it as a guidepost daily so that you are not found floundering or confused of your right direction on any of the next 365 days of 2021. Okay? To start off though, I want you to decide right now when you are going to set aside 50 minutes to set your intentions. Maybe it's up to an hour, an hour to get your vision down for 2021. Right now, I'm going to encourage you to grab a pen and paper because You're going to want to take notes on what we're going to talk about and then begin right now by opening the calendar and scheduling time for you within the next 48 hours. You got to do it. You got to then, of course, respect your calendar and live by your calendar, but that's a different conversation. Just see it and imagine right now that you have completed getting your vision down and how grounding and energizing that is. To create a successful vision that encompasses your ideal growth this year in your work and life in a way that you resonate with and are inspired to follow through on, it's best to break up this process into four steps. And that's what I'm going to do for you. This is the time right now to consider the dreams and aspirations you haven't had time or given yourself permission to ask for or to expand upon. This is the time that you've got to take the time. Trust me on this. You don't want to rush this. This process does take time. In fact, I would encourage you to give yourself a few days to complete it. But By just starting and agreeing and committing to that first 50 minutes in your calendar, you will have begun the necessary momentum that will take you through. Work on a debate each day and then walk away from it to give yourself some breathing room. You'll come back to it later with a fresh perspective, perhaps wanting to add additional things in. And when you complete this four-step process, you will have created your detailed picture of your work, your life, and your intentions for positively influencing others and contributing in the world this year. The work that you put into this right now will pay off for you throughout your entire planning process journey, and it will be the thing you return to when you find yourself off course or distracted. Too often, I see people rush into creating their goals, which is what they're going to be doing in these these next couple weeks, before they even have a vision. Don't make that mistake. You have time. You're not behind you are in exactly the right place. You are right on time. So just take a breath. Slow your parasynthetic brain down. That may be telling you something different. Before we get started, I want to remind you of a few things. I'll give you actually a few rules that can help you because people can get really obstructed from being successful and getting their vision down. And so when you follow these before visioning rules, you will be able to bypass any of the confusion or the difficulty or the overwhelm that came with getting your vision down in the past. Rule number one, understand that the biggest barrier to creating something you've never created is the mental creation, not the physical manifestation of it. We think that the doing and the action is difficult. That is not actually the hard part. The bigger barrier is the mental part. And once you have imagined and see your order, I'll refer to your vision as the order that you're going to place, like the order you place for an online item, the order you place in a catalog. Once you do that, and then you get your back end of your brain on board, which I'm going to show you how to do in this process, you'll notice that the doing becomes actually quite effortless. The decisions are made, steps are clear. The problem is that people don't take the right steps of crafting their vision in the right order, and they like to skip steps, which brings me to to rule number two. Rule number two, write your vision before you make up your goals. Like I told you before, millions of people right now are going about making goals this New Year's before they have an irresistible vision. We know that 90% of those goals, actually, I think it's 92% of those goals, will be in the rear view window by February 1st. They'll be long gone. No one's going to see them. This is not you, however. Not you. Not this year. You're getting your irresistible vision down and feeling good knowing that you have a guidepost every single day. Rule number three, get it down, don't get it right. Too many want their vision right, and therefore they never get it down. We just want you to get something down on paper. There is research that shows that when you write something down, you are impressing it on your brain. It matters that you're seeing the words and conjuring the images. Your vision is not meant to be hit. It's It's not. Nope, it's, it's meant to be aspirational. It's meant to draw forth the best in you. And while I'm on this, be aware that you can always change your vision. The problem is never that people have the wrong vision. It's that they have too many visions in their head, and the brain never knows what it's ordering. You would never go through a fast food line and not place your order. And then go up to the pickup window or counter and hope that they have what you wanted. It's the same with your irresistible vision for your work and life. Place your order. Get it down. Don't get it right. It's always there for you to tweak. That's the fun part, actually. And I'll show you how to do that in in a couple minutes here. The thing is here, you get to choose. Rule number four, decide you are a different person today. Remember that you are not who you were. When you started 2020, you are a different person today than the last time you created a vision for yourself or the last time you failed to create a vision and get it down. Decide today that you're going to do things differently. And when you get stuck and find yourself going to the past as an indicator of how you're doing things now, simply decide and declare, I'm a different person today. A terrible mistake people that make is going to the past in order to be a predictor of their future. The past is an absolute illusion. It is gone. It no longer exists. It's dead. Who would you be if you woke up and forgot who you were yesterday? What would you choose? One of my favorite lines is from the late Debbie Ford, and she said, you wouldn't create tonight's dinner from yesterday's garbage, would you? then don't create your present moment from yesterday's trash either, right? Rule number five, bypass your reptilian brain. Understand this, your brain likes predictability. So the moment when you start crafting your vision, there's a very good chance you will start feeling anxious. There is nothing wrong with you. You are absolutely normal, completely normal, The reptilian brain will start sending signs to abort and pull back. It'll tell you to go get a drink. It'll tell you to go to the bathroom. It'll tell you to go take care of your screaming child, whatever. It'll tell you to make a telephone call, check Facebook, check, you know, what you're going to watch tonight. You are hardwired to resist creating a vision because it's the future. It's uncertain. It's not known. The brain, the reptilian brain does not like that. You've got to bypass your reptilian brain or your brain will talk you out of those 50 minutes we're calendaring tomorrow or the next day. I talk about bypassing your reptilian brain's anxiety and and other podcasts, but for now, simply say, reptilian brain, sit down. I got this. We are safe. You're not going to get hurt from writing something on a piece of paper down, right? You're, you're, there's just, there's no pain that goes into this except that the pain that you make up in your mind. And that's just the reptilian brain dog barking. So sit it down like you would a dog next to you. Okay. Now that you're well positioned mentally, the next physical steps are really easy to take. These are the exact four steps. Step one. Craft your vision. I use the word craft for a reason. I was first introduced to this idea of a craftsman in John Gordon's book, The Carpenter. And in it, he discerns the difference between a carpenter and a craftsman. A carpenter builds things. A craftsman creates a work of art. And while most people approach their work with the mindset that they just want to get it done, Or they just want to achieve it. Craftsmen are more concerned in who they're becoming and what they're creating rather than how fast they finish it, right? I want you to think of what you really want to create as a masterpiece. Your vision here is your masterpiece. After all, it's your life. Respect it as such. Be a craftsman rather than a carpenter as we go through this process. So step one is craft your vision. What you do here is you take out five blank sheets of paper. I like lots of paper. Lots of opportunity to add those things that I desire. Because to me, a vision is like one of those grocery store Um, TV reality shows where you are in a competition and you have two minutes to put as many things in the grocery cart as you can fit. That's what a vision is. Put whatever it is that you desire in the cart. And what you're going to do is you're going to put whatever you desire in the five categories I'm about to give you on each one of the five pages. The first category, first page, health. You don't have your health, you got nothing. The second is relationships with immediate family. In the longest running study on success and happiness, it's a Harvard study. It's gone on for I think over eighty-six years. It was found that the differentiator between those who succeeded and that meant those who were, you know, got out of jail. To, I mean, all types of backgrounds. This was really diverse study, and it's continuing to go on. Is that Relationships and connection are what actually keep people alive and keep people happy. So that is your second category relationships with your immediate family. The third category is recreation and fun. What is it that you want to experience that can be include travel and activity, any of those types of things? You know how to build a bin. Fourth category friends, and family, the larger, more extended relationships in your world, and the fifth is professional work slash finance. Once you have those down, ask yourself the question, if you knew for a fact your success was inevitable, that it was guaranteed, what would you choose? What masterpiece would you build? Remember to make this aspirational, a vision that is so compelling, so irresistible, it can't help but make you smile. I gave you those five topics in a very specific order and there is a reason to create them or craft them in that order. And and that reason is that what I see is that many people begin with their work or their financial vision. And what actually happens then is that Then they build their life around their work. And that's the reason that things run amok where the train gets off the track. When you have your life first, you will build your work around it so that there is an alignment. So be specific. You want to start with your personal vision before your professional. The second, Strategy or tip I would add is begin with your level of contribution and impact before money when you're looking at your professional work or finance, financial picture. What impact do you want to have by doing your work? This doesn't mean you don't care about money. When you are hungry to serve greater and to impact and to care more, you can't help but grow financially. Help others build their lives and businesses. And then your work and your business will grow. Okay, those are little nuances to consider. Step two, step one was craft your vision. The step two is cast, cast your vision. Casting your vision is like casting your net. You have to open your net to receive the fish or whatever it is you want, right? And the way we open ourselves up to receiving is by impressing on the subconscious mind that part of us that makes all of our decisions. It's the thing that drives all of our decisions, whether we realize it or not. And there's two ways to do this. I'm going to give you one. This is the one that I used years ago. And it's one of two ways to reprogram your subconscious mind. And that is to write a movie using your vision. The directions are very simple. So step one, you're crafting on these five pieces of paper your vision of what it is that you desire in these categories. Step two is casting it. You are the main character of your movie. You're writing a blockbuster film. You can choose anything you want in this. It is an adventure, a drama, rom-com, whatever. The idea here is that you are choosing it all. You're the director. You get to say who is going to be with you in this movie. Who are the important people? There's three strategies that you have to integrate to make this highly effective on pressing and programming your brain to receive it. I'm gonna give you the first two right now. Strategy one, start from your vision, not to the vision. In other words, start at the end of the vision as though it's already been achieved and then work backwards. One way to do this is to go out to December 31st, 2021 and write about all the things that have happened and that you've achieved and impacted in advance. I find this great fun. In fact, that's exactly it wasn't just that you write things down, bullet pointed list and that you of that you I am going to create. be conscious is like, I will do this. That's telling the brain that it's never really here. You are going out to the future where it is already done. You've already moved into the best health of your adult life. You actually are only working the number of hours you want. Your work's being taken seriously. And it's providing the lifestyle that you and your family have always dreamed of. 20 or 1,000 or 100,000 lives have been changed because you showed up. You get what I'm saying, right? Go out to that point where it's all done, and then you can backfill any details you want that you got there. John loved the presentation. I got the opportunity to speak in front of these many people. My kid got into the school, my children actually be, you know, got became healthier as a result of some of the things that we had going on. Whatever. Design it. It's it's unimaginable, turn imaginable things. You get to put it down. Now, strategy number two, you want to make sure that you include visual and emotional imagery in this. Because the language of the subconscious mind, which you are here to imprint as you cast your vision, as I've said, is 30 thousand times stronger than the conscious mind. And it doesn't speak, the subconscious mind doesn't speak in English or French or Spanish. It speaks through emotion. So what does that mean to you? That means you have to load your movie with emotion, smell, color, taste, sight, touch, be juicy in detail, have technicolor in it. By doing this, because here's the deal, your subconscious mind does not know the difference between reality or fantasy. Again, it is you are submitting an order and your brain seeks to fulfill it. Be specific with your order. What you've just done in those first two steps is you are setting intention. Intention are game changer. Game changer I, I can't, I can't express enough intentions. And you can write this down. Intentions equal visualizing with emotion. So when you can see something, that's what you're doing by crafting with emotion. That's what you're doing by casting. That equals a result. If someone tells me, well, I tried or I set my intention, you didn't set your intention because when you inform the, your brain and you visualize it with feeling, your brain will find the solution and the way to make it happen, okay? No two ways about it. And becoming a master at setting intention is your ticket to creating your masterpiece. These are two important steps. And I would say make the movie fun. Enjoy the process. This is not hard work. The good news is you can go back, like I would love to do and I'm like, ah, actually don't want to work on that day of the week. Tweaking is all good, You get to keep going back and choosing. Now, step three is commit. Commitment is key. How do you remain committed? How do you make commitment your number one quality or your number one characteristic? How is it your identity? Oh, that person, she's committed. Or they say your name and like, he is so committed. I'm going to give you two strategies here, but the best way I really find is to look at where you were successful in the past. Your success leaves clues. And in a past podcast, I show you how to, to do that retro uh, look at your life, this, this sort of what brought you to here and your thought, just in this past year in 2020, so that you can see the lessons or gifts that came from things. And what I mean specifically is that there are two or three things that when you do them, it always brings you your success. So for me, one of the things that I know brings commitment for me is when I work with a team or when I work with someone else alongside me on something. It's just, it's factually, anytime I look at something that's been a huge success for me or a win, it's because I didn't work in a silo. I wasn't working alone. I had coaches. I had helpers. I had support people. I had believing eyes surrounding me. So that's what I know, and that's where I would encourage you to start. For me, if I give a specific story about this year, for half of 2018 and half of 2019, I was challenged with my sleeping, with high levels of fatigue, and in 2020, I did a few things. I turned it around amazingly. I would say it's probably one of my top wins of the year. I admitted, first of all, this wasn't temporary. As I said, I enlisted experts. I always do better with a support and team. And I made it a priority. So those are my success formula pieces. And I encourage you to go back and do those for you. For The strategies that I would enlist and to help you be more committed, the first one is strategy one, ask yourself why this is important. Why must this happen now as opposed to next year? And if it is okay that it happens next year, maybe it's not that compelling for you. It's not that we're attached to time. It's just that you want it to have enough enough inspiration, excitement. The second strategy is identify what will be worth the struggle and the work when you run up against fear and resistance, which you inevitably will. What is worth you doing that's worth the struggle and the work? Is it helping that person who is far less than you? Is it You selling something that will create security for them in the future or greater health for them, another person. Ask yourself, what is worth your struggle that you're going to remember in those times when it's difficult? And strategy three, what will you do specifically to bypass your reptilian brain when it confronts you, when it tries to distract you and say, this is a waste of time? Will you remind yourself of something? Will you tell it to sit down? Will you have a person that you call that you tell them to tell you and remind you of something? Will you open up, you know, your appreciation folder where you've saved all your letters of people who've, who've said that you've helped them? Or you open up the testimonials for your business on the, on the websites, whatever it is. What will you do when that reptilian brain bites up? Will you just say move my attention? Step four, so we've got craft, we've got cast, we've got commit, and now we're going to celebrate. Let me explain this. Step four is celebrating. This is all done in the next few days. So you're like, Rita, I haven't, how can I celebrate something that does not exist? You're not celebrating when your vision comes to reality, but every single day, you're going to spend two minutes consistently holding the feeling that it is here already. In essence, you're going to think your vision into being. My way of doing this and celebrating in advance is to use this vision in a two-minute ritual every morning to read with feeling your vision. You've already, specifically your movie, you have already crafted and brought into it Inspired emotion and feeling. Now you want to actually feel it. You actually want to spend two minutes reading it, bringing it and informing your brain of its order and thanking it. Because as I said before, your brain doesn't know the difference between reality and fantasy. It's just seeking to complete your order. So each morning you're putting in your order. You're, you're serving it up like pancakes. The key is that you are putting yourself in a frequency of gratitude, and feeling is actually what is the physics of creation. So it's really important that you are using on a daily basis what it is that you are creating. That's why this is so important. Let's review here. Step one, craft your irresistible vision as though your success is inevitable. Step two, Cast your vision by widening your net to receive through writing your movie. Step three is commit by identifying why this is a must now and what makes this so compelling for you daily to get up and and, and do the work. And step four, celebrate by thinking in advance for what's coming. As I said, and by doing this, you align with that high frequency of gratitude, which not only uses the brain science, because as I said, the subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between reality and fantasy. And you're actually using the best of quantum physics by matching with the feeling and frequency of the masterpiece. So you are deliberately creating that masterpiece goes beyond the physical you're building. The masterpiece is you. Shaman I know is known to send the wish for a new year by saying, I wish for you that you know yourself more this year than you did last year. I offer that to you as well. For here's the thing. When you grow, you can't help but grow others. When you expand you, you can't help but expand your business, your impact. What I know is that I'm passionate about this year is having more people who are operating at 60% of those talents and gifts and levels of leadership that they're at and untethering them to be closer to a high level 95, if not 100% of who they really are, their better selves. That's you. You're in the right place at the right time. Give yourself the gift of following through, giving yourself that time this week, 50 minutes to get started, and to take these four steps by answering the questions. We'll go into how to do goal setting after that, but spend some time with where you want this next decadent, delightful, definitive decade to go for you. I enjoy being with you each week. I can't wait for the 2021 we're about to create. I look forward to talking to you next week. In the meantime, happy crafting. Thank you for being with me today. By you listening to this, it tells me you're interested in growing yourself and likely not just for yourself, but to positively influence others as well. If you enjoyed this podcast, go ahead and share this with your friends and colleagues. When leaders like you grow yourself and then grow others, we all are positively impacted. If you have questions, I'm here to answer them. And they even use them in our upcoming podcasts. Go ahead. You can send those questions to breakthrough at Rita Remember, a half version of you is not enough. The world needs the full version of you at play. I look forward to seeing you on our next podcast.